stop worrying about what other people think and be you don't change yourself to fit what you think other people want um because that's always just projection of your fears anyway and it's and it's not it's not you you won't you won't write your best material when you're trying to do that you know and you won't, or you won't be your best self because it's not real Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Zero Tour. Please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. After all, it is free, so you know. If you're not doing it, then I'm going to take it personally. <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, today I have uh, the wonderful and very talented Ed Geeter on today. Now, he's not just known for his vocals and guitar playing. He's also known for his beatboxing. So, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, it's really good to um, it's really good to be on the podcast with you. How are you doing? You right? I'm I'm good. Yeah, lockdown. Well, we're supposedly coming out of lockdown, but it kind of feels like we're not, but we are. I don't know. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm still just trying to not judge anything at the moment because I don't know how to take it all. You know, it's it's kind of getting somewhere back to normality, but no, it's. I don't think we're going to see the normal we knew before COVID nineteen for quite some time if ever probably because i think a lot of a lot of new precautions are going to be in place after after a pandemic yeah. but have you uh, have you done that out recently behind you is that have you, or uh, have you had that set up for a while because it's a nice nice little set if you got uh-huh. going on there all the studio gear before like the monitors and stuff i've had for a while um but the um the panels the acoustic treatment i got really recently because i just thought you know I've been saving up and I just thought it's time to invest in something like that because it makes such a difference recording and mixing from home. If you've got panels that are going to absorb all of those frequencies, you know, if you're in a room and you haven't treated it, it's just, it's never going to be, it's yeah. never going to be, um, it's never going to be pro. Um, true. Nice try. <laughs> but it's a worthwhile investment, I think. <laughs> uh, talking about lockdown, I always ask people, but how has it, how has it impacted uh, your musical side of, your life because obviously that's a big part of your life well it's um it's been there's been pros and cons because it's been quite a drastic change um so I, I work a day job at the moment and I got furloughed which gave me more time I guess to be creative which was cool but at the same time it was like it felt hard to you, sometimes you can't force creativity and it felt a bit hard to feel free and creative given the circumstances yeah it's just a bit strange and it's a bit grim the reasons why you know so you can look at it once and oh, uh, one way of looking at it and say great i've got all this time i don't have to work my day job i can do whatever i want but then the reasons for that aren't nice and also that does add a bit of pressure um and any creative watching this will know that you know mm. creative flow doesn't always come when you want it so then as soon as you're given this opportunity of like, oh, you can, you know, do whatever you want. You could, you could record loads of songs, write loads of material. It might not necessarily flow at that, at that time. But, you know, don't want to complain about it. It's been, it's been cool and I've managed to, to get some good stuff done. So, Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. But first, I wanted to talk about obviously your first ever EP launch. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, a, was it Unseen? Was that, that was your main main one so i actually did a, a, an ap uh, a long time ago yeah um 
independently. Um, this is back in 2013. Um, and I recorded it in a basement and put it out on some band camp still for changing ways. So that was the first one. Um, but I wasn't really taking everything as seriously back then. I kind of just put them out and then I went traveling in South America for a while. So I didn't really gig around it or, prom or promote it. It was just kind of like a little thank you to my fans at that time that I'd kind of, um, the, the fan base that I'd built in the, on the Birmingham scene at that time. But yeah, uh, so Unseen was part of a two EP um, year. That was 2016, I released um, Barriers and Unseen, both through a little label called Music Mandy. Um, and that was when that was when I really started taking everything a little bit more seriously. And I got I, I was under management from that point. Um, a guy called Tom Bradshaw, who's a really good friend of mine and my manager, and he's great at like structuring release campaigns and everything. So that's when we started to actually promote stuff yeah. um, and 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 gig and and yeah. And part of your what, like your live performances as well. I was watching them all, and the the energy you bring. The fact that you don't have any pre-records behind you, you literally do it raw from your, is it Loop Station? You call it. I don't know the exact term for yeah. it. You can, or, yeah. or Loop Pedal, that's but, what they're called. Because I, I, was, I was reading something actually, because you started off with the violin, didn't you? I did, yeah, that was my first so, instrument. So how come you made that uh, shift towards the guitar, the acoustic guitar in particular? So, um... I, my mum basically got me into music and she's a classical musician. She plays piano and she sings opera. And so she, oh, wow. when I was really, really young and taught me a bit of piano and I kind of went down that classical music route and had the opportunity to start violin. And so that kind of world is very regimented and, um, you know, you, you have to, you have to learn how to play properly with proper technique, especially violin. It's a really, there's a lot to think about with violin because the sounds like you've got to make sure you have your right arm high enough. You've got to make <laughs> sure your bow is correct. You've got to, there's no frets on a violin. So your intonation's got to be spot on. It's really hard. And that was like, um, I, I, I did well with violin and I enjoyed it, but I think I, through friends that I met at school and the kind of music I was into at that time, like guitar driven stuff, we had the idea of starting a band. And so I just, I kind of got a guitar and it was, it was a completely new world. You know, it was totally different to the classical world. I could just pick up a guitar and try and like learn some, one of my favorite tracks. I was really into rock music at the time and, and like yeah. punk. So it was electric guitar at first. Um, and it was, it was a new way of, of discovering music for me because I just had so much freedom. Yeah. I, I was about that... to say, you must've felt a bit more liberated to exactly. do what you wanted. For sure. And, and I really took to that. And so that's why I think guitars kind of become my main, my main instrument is because I just, I'm quite obsessive as a character when I find something that I really like, it's just all, all about that for however long it takes for me to get my fill and then I'll move on to something else. Um, but that definitely happened with guitar, especially towards the end of my teens and early twenties. And I got into acoustic guitar and fingerstyle and I was just so obsessed with that. And um, that became the kind of foundation of um the way i perform now as um as a solo artist and when, and when yes. did you find the loop station when did that come into play well yeah so that was so even before i started playing guitar i i discovered beatboxing through a friend 
um, he showed me Razel. Um, have you ever heard of Razel? I'm not going to lie and sit here and go like, yes, but I will <laughs> after this interview, I'm on it. <laughs> I love, <laughs> but that's, that's something I love though. When I, when I talk to people, I like learning new things and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here. I'm, I don't like doing that. I know when people pretend to know what the person's yeah, on about. I can't do that. I can't pretend. <laughs> I admire the honesty. That's good. Integrity. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of niche and unless you're into beatboxing, there's, but he, he was like one of the first beatboxers who really tapped into mainstream because he released a, a rap album and, and his, um, it was this thing called, he, he did, um, it was a live performance or something. It was If Your Mother Own, Only Knew, which is a, it's kind of his version of a, I think it's an Ashanti track originally. And what mm. he does is he beatboxes and does the singing at the same time. And, and that must be hard. I can't imagine. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how anybody else does it. It's such a, uh, such a gift, a talent. Well, it's, it's kind of just like creatively adding a noise at the start of a word. So saying the word as it's said or singing the word as it's sung, but then kind of just fusing in the kick and the snare sounds at the right times. It doesn't work with any, you can't sing anything you want and try and beatbox with it because it won't yeah. always work depending on certain phonetics of certain words aren't going to, it's not possible. But with what he did, it's, it's, it's possible. And he was kind of one of the first guys to do that and that exploded. And so basically I just, my mate showed me that and I was obsessed and just started trying to beatbox and I couldn't really do it at the time. I couldn't really do the sounds, but because I could get the rhythm down, mm -hmm. all my friends at the time were like, wow, I can beatbox, no way. And it just became a playground thing. And, and then I was like, over the years, I just got better. And so I had the idea, I was like, what if I could combine acoustic guitar with the beats that I do? And in order to do that, I'd need a loop station. So I thought, right, I'll buy a cheap one and get into this and that's that's how it all started man and since then i've spent so much money on more and more like a bigger station since then and more and more effects to try and like make the the live show as big as possible it's um, funny it's interesting because i was talking to my brother and obviously he's in the music uh, section and he didn't know i was interviewing you and i and i were watching glastonbury with ed sheeran he goes there's so many artists you guys and someone i know is just as good even better he goes and that's uh, ed oh, geeter i said so that's oh, weird I'm, I'm actually interviewing him i said he goes but there's people like him that are ridiculously talented oh so, that's so cool that's really nice to hear i love stuff like that so that's a compliment as well because ed sheeran's really really talented and is obviously like just so big it's it's mad so that's lovely to hear and um yeah it's funny really because the whole ed sheeran thing obviously i get compared to him a lot because i'm called Ed and i'm <laughs> And beatboxing and using do, you ever get, do you ever feel like going oh please not again come on i just i just i think sometimes but i, I try to see it as a compliment because i think ultimately it's like if you're getting compared to someone who's, who's successful then you can't complain can you you just you just got to take it as like thanks man that's that's nice yeah. of someone to say ultimately and um yeah i actually got into this whole world of of doing looping beatboxing and stuff before I'd even heard of Ed Sheeran and before I think anyone had, you know, before he exploded on that yeah. SBTV video and stuff. That's what my brother uh, said, yeah, he mentioned that. He said you were doing it before he even become mainstream. I, th I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't know who officially came up with the idea first. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, I mean, I'm, it's cool to see someone doing that 
get so so big and get so much traction but he's an incredible like pop songwriter and obviously uh, he writes songs for all sorts of artists so that's like another string to his bow as well yeah um, but yeah i mean my my music's quite different to his i think like it's it's definitely more mm. alternative it's probably like pop sensibilities to the way i write but on the whole it's like maybe a little bit more experimental than than his stuff yeah maybe that definitely huge and i'm not <laughs> no no but um one of the, the tracks actually you're on about your sound so you have a lot of urban folk all mixed it's all mixed electronic obviously with your beatboxing side mm -hmm. as well but you was it uh four sides and a pointed finger was the one i thought what an interesting track title that is because usually people go oh there's two sides to a story there's three sides so where did that where did that meaning come from was actually uh, four sides and a pointed top. Top even. Uh, yeah, yeah. What did I say? So, pointed finger? What am I on about? <laughs> I know why you've made that mistake because in the track I actually start the, the first lyric is with a point of the finger. <laughs> so, it's, I need to make. Um, but yeah, it's so. For, it's actually not as complex. It's just a cool thing that I thought would be because so basically in the in the chorus I sing one of these days we'll get home. Mm -hmm. I like homes like a metaphor for like finding your kind of inner peace. Essentially, four sides and a pointed top is just like, what does a house have? It's got four sides and a pointed top, and it's just like a a way of working that into the song title in a way that I thought was quite cheeky, I suppose. Um, yeah, and you've had collaborations as well, haven't you, with the likes of Vital and Lady Sanity? So how do they come about? Yeah. And they've both been on your show, haven't they, before? Yeah. More recent, Lady Sanity, but by yeah. a while back as well. Um, both super talented MCs um, and really great to work with. I've got so much love for both of them. Um, so Sanity was the first one and that came about... Me and Tom, my manager, discovered her on... This, when we, we were... Our, my track was getting played on um, the Introducing West Midlands yeah. show. And we heard her track on there and then we just checked all her SoundCloud out and we just thought she was great and so we approached her because I had that that song that we did together was an instrumental track originally that I released on Unseen called Rainbow Around the Sun. feeling when I came up with that riff and that instrumental and she then wrote um, you know verses and a chorus around that um, really quickly as well took her like I swear it was like a day or two and then she just sent it back and I was like <laughs> okay brilliant this is perfect so let's let's do it <laughs> she obviously had something on her mind that was it that day you got to write on the exact day she'll need to that, vent <laughs> for sure you've got to you've got to hit when the creative spark is uh is fresh i guess but yeah so that was that was great and then more recently um you know four sides and a pointed top was originally just going to be a, a shorter track it's it's not long anyway but it was going to be a real bike size just at like two and a half minutes but then i thought you know it could be longer and the ep was a three track ep so it's a short ep anyway so i thought this could this could have a verse in it with a with um you know with a with a, an mc on it so i thought I'd, I'd noticed Vital for a while as well. It's the same thing. I just sent it over to him and said, would you be willing to write around 
the theme of this and again super quick he came back <laughs> like with a verse and he absolutely killed it on that and it's great and we've had the we've me sanity and vice have all had the opportunity to perform the tracks together a bunch of times live in birmingham which has been which has been awesome most recently at the end of last year at the sunflower lounge for my um ep launch which was which was great how was that the whole preparing for because obviously sunflower lounges everyone knows about that that's a hot spot especially for up-and-coming artists as well I mean, I always say, like, Dua Leap or different people that have been there. And people don't realise most of the time that she's been there. Cause they'll, they'll look online on YouTube and be like, oh, was that in London? Like, no, it's Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> so um, what's that like, having to prepare for shows like that? And what advice would you give to someone that is thinking of doing their first EP launch? So I would say, what's it like, first of all? I mean, it's an exciting thing. I used to get very anxious with shows. So the first time I think I played that, I was like, I was really anxious and 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 fearful, <laughs> which wasn't pleasant actually. You know, so it's like I had to get. It took me a long time to get over that. Do you like punishing like, yourself? Is that what it is? You enjoy well, punishing yourself? Well, <laughs> <laughs> masochistic kind of love. <laughs> no, I just like um, it was it was yeah it was it took me a long time to get over the the anxiety um, issues when it came to performing, even though I knew I loved music and loved sharing what I was doing and creating. It was like the actual performing of it in front of people. It took me a long time to feel free in that situation. Um, but more recently, it's just been like, now when I've got a big show like that coming, I'm just really excited and they're like healthy nerves. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm happy about it. Um, but to, in terms of how to pre prepare, I think it's really, really good to get a date in mind months and months ahead. So you've got an idea of how you're going to structure the promotion campaign. Um, definitely worth putting some money into creative ways of promoting it, whether that's video content or, um, you know, flyers are a given. Yeah. It is also, worth, even though we're like so social media focused these days, it's also worth getting some physical flyers done and going around um, your hometown or, or, or venues nearby or whatever places um, in town if you're if you're playing in Birmingham Centre you know and just dropping them around and spreading the word of mouth because word of mouth is so powerful I think a lot of people overlook it now but it is you know to, to, Very to talk, have an actual in, interaction with someone in the real world mm -hmm. it's like irreplaceable especially now um, yeah. yeah 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 for sure yeah and uh, uh what else yeah just you know rehearse as much as you can, perfect the set, know your set like months ahead, know exactly what you're gonna play and just have it down so that you're not guessing on stage, I suppose. So you're not, you're not like, it's, it's it, the worst feeling like underprepared. You know, if you don't, if you don't yeah. feel like you know what you're doing inside out, then you can't, you can't fully let go. When you're in that moment, you'll be thinking and the more thinking you're doing, the less present you are, mm -hmm. the less, able you are to truly lose yourself in the performance and give your best so have you ever done that when you're on the loop station where you've like, tapped the wrong thing but you've carried on <laughs> many many times but you many do it times. so well that like you just play it off i've meant to do that 
there's been there's been a few times where I think like okay that was obvious there's no way that, that <laughs> someone heard that and not realized that was a mistake but then afterwards I've asked people and people are like oh really no I didn't I didn't notice it so I must be doing something right I mean I think I'm quite I'm quite used to doing it now like I've been doing it for many years so I've got it down to some extent but mistakes always happen and I think I think because I'm quite used to making the mistakes now it's like when they do happen I don't look or appear shocked yeah or, or panic anymore I just it's just like okay that's happened how can I yeah. work around that and if it's if it's a case of I made a mistake on the guitar in the loop then i'll just carry on playing something and cancel what i was looping with my because you've, you've got two Clever. buttons you just hold it down and cancel that and then just loop again so it might just mean that 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 round of four bars of material will be repeated again but in a live in a live setting that's not really a, a big deal and it's not really a huge problem and, and therefore probably not noticeable so i think it's important as well for people to realize that it's okay to make mistakes for human as well like some of the biggest musicians and singers do it i mean that's mm. why they, that's why they pass the mic on there <laughs> your, your turn <laughs> i can't hit the high note <laughs> but yeah um you mentioned yeah you mentioned actually that bbc has given you a big support platform you had obviously introducing and you've had uh, bbc radio six as well where cried out some how about your music tom robinson he dropped the um the track with lady sanity the um uh found a place wow and played it a few times which was really cool but where so, were you when you got that um that information were you just sitting there just chilling or oh uh, where was i when i heard that i think i might have been on a i might have been on a train to london at the time and i saw him tweet it out yeah the first time and the cool thing was the second time it was i didn't even realize it had been played a second time and um i was my girlfriend at the time i was at her family house mm. and um they had they just had it on and it just came on oh that is and, mad <laughs> that was a crazy like kind of pinch yourself moment that was that was it it was a uh, got mixed up it was sbtv wasn't it that you oh, you did. Uh, I'm sure you did a live. You did some a live yeah. rendition of a performance for them. Definitely, we did. Was... Yeah, they went out live on their um, on their YouTube. Uh, so that was part of a, a pop up they did in Selfridges, okay. um, uh, like Birmingham SBTV rep, rep, repping Birmingham artists. And that was a really cool opportunity. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. SBT. I remember growing up. That's what I'd always be watching that. And then for you to be on it. Yeah, it was so cool. They're so big now. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, now they're just working with. They're they're kind of a different entity now to what they to what they were, really originally, aren't they? They kind of stand for something different. Mm -hmm. They're just working with loads of brands now all the time. So yeah. they're just another brand. Trans um, Still, you know, a great platform for sure. So what is uh what is the future now? So if, what's the new music that you're working on, or can you say? So I can say. So I just put my most recent. Um, release was um, a remix EP with um, my good friend Enigma Dubs. Enigma Dubs, that's it. Birmingham based, isn't it as well? He is, yeah. yeah. And he's um, primarily dubstep producer, but one of the most versatile producers I, I've ever met, and so talented, and just such a good guy as well. Like I feel really, you know, really, really. You can uh, trust him as well. You just got that kind of mutual respect. Yeah, 
he's a great friend and I feel super lucky to kind of to know him and I've learned a lot from him as, uh, um, from kind of production viewpoint so I produce my own EPs the solo ones um, and yeah we put that um, EP out which was really well received one of the tracks got playlisted on one of Spotify's editorial playlists which is creamy so, yeah on creamy yeah that's just I mean that's that's something brand new that really feels almost as much as the radio supports great it feels bigger than that because a couple of radio plays on an established radio station is a great feeling but technically doesn't have quite the same consistent reach as being playlisted on you know a big a, a big um streaming streaming is such a huge part of people's lives now mm-hmm. it's people want stuff fast paced now and that's where yeah. a lot of the younger generation are on yeah for sure and it's but, um, yeah. it's the way it seems to be the prime the prime way that people consume their music now um so that's a great feeling and and we're really excited about that um and we are gonna try i can't really share exactly how but we're gonna that track in question we're trying to it's called part of you the remix of part of you try and push that even further in the next couple of months Um, so yeah keep your eyes peeled for new stuff around that uh exciting times but other than that i i've recently just as you can as we've talked about already just been investing in my in my setup so that i'm kind of have more creative control Mm -hmm. over everything that i'm doing worthwhile investments i think and i'm just working on the next the next EP, um, the next solo EP. So the, the EP I released at the end of last year is first of a part of three, uh, a, a, a trilogy of EPs mm-hmm. that will all kind of tie into each other um, name-wise. And um, yeah, just really excited to, to do that. Not 100% sure when it's going to be coming out yet because plans have all changed because of COVID-19. COVID, so. yeah. Good old COVID. Oh, everyone's... Everyone's stuff's been shelved, I think, to some extent. Well, plans are all just... Even tours. Like, there's so many people that I know have had either tours or they've been invited somewhere. And then mm. it's just completely shattered that. But at the end of the day, there's always future things, future events. These things not happen for a reason. No one asked for COVID. But we can make... No, we can course. reflect and make things, like, the positive things out of it. Of course. There's always a positive hidden away somewhere, no matter how big the... Uh, the negative or the perceived failure is there's always a success you, know, you can always find, if you look at it like that everything happens for a reason you can always find something that you can learn yeah. from it or that you'll then you know you'll appreciate more so the next actual gig <laughs> that i'm at i'm sure i'm going to be like enjoying it so much because it's with that with that new perspective of exactly knowing that i have been able to do it for such a long time i wanted to ask as well um say if you were 14 year old self what advice would you have given yourself with all the experience now that you've gained so far what would you have told yourself if you sat yourself down stop worrying about what other people think and be you don't change yourself to fit what you think other people want um because that's always just projection of your fears anyway and it's and it's not 
it's not you, you won't you won't write your best material when you're trying to do that you know and you won't, or you won't be your best self because it's not real um hard work pays off i'd probably try and teach myself to prioritize better <laughs> <laughs> start doing your work and then play not the other way around play hard then work <laughs> um and don't be ashamed to open up with people and ask for help yeah very important one that doesn't even necessarily have to like tie into music that's just life do you know what i mean like my tendency when i was young was just to bottle everything up and just never never talk never ask questions mm -hmm. because i was always scared about what someone was gonna think yeah. of me or i was always worried that i was going to inconvenience someone and you know you'll you'll there's no such thing as a stupid question in my opinion like you, you could you, you've just got you've got to you've got to you've got to communicate and you've got to you've got to do research and you've got to and then you've got to be open about you in order to learn and grow mm -hmm. so that's a real key thing that i've learned i've only really i think learned the 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 importance of fully like quite recently it's been a kind of a slope up to kind of getting to a point where I'm like now I really feel like there is no, you know I'll, I'll just if, if I need to know something I'm, there's no barrier in the way that's stopping me from asking that question or going somewhere yeah. or doing what I need to do to get the information or or if I need to heal something within myself there's, there's nothing that's going to stop me from talking to friends about it or talking to a pro professional about it or, or whatever you know the, there's no need to to fear in that sense so that's yeah, probably that. <laughs> There's a lot. Well, I, think, I think your 14-year-old self would have really benefited from all of that advice. I mean, yeah, that... even that all been overwhelmed and just been like, Jesus, what's this going on? Leave it all. No, no it, <laughs> honestly, that, what you said there is, is something I think a lot of people feel. But you, well, what, what you just said, you also struck me as somewhere you like to be the stronger person. Like you like to help others. And so when it comes to opening up to others, it's a lot. It's a lot harder because you don't want to be burdening other people, and I I yeah. get that too. I get I understand that. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, um, that's I, I can relate to that massively. So, I think it's it, the desire to help others is is a great thing, and sometimes it's a great feeling to be able to help someone. But sometimes you've got to remember not to sacrifice yourself, because self sacrifice is you can build up a lot of resentment in you, unconscious resentment, because you're not getting the things that you need. No, it's, for it's you really true. So true. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a balance and life is a, a balance without wanting to get too deep and philosophical. <laughs> no, I love, I love chats. No, it is because uh, I think that's one piece of advice that people should take, especially from that. If you're going to take on help or advice or help other people, make sure that it's from a good place and vice versa because mm. sometimes people will just take and take and then you've got to realize who's your true friends yeah. as well yeah it's 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 very true and um they both have equally as bad results if you're take 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 or if you're give 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 you're not it's not a sustainable model you know there's something negative is going to build up and up within you and it will come to a head at some point and 
who knows what could happen you know it can be quite destructive in your life you relationships can break down and mm. or you know you can do something you regret or whatever it's you know it's it's a balanced game always so and you're proof anyway because of what what you're achieving and people you're working with now you can just say the collaborations again with enigma dubs as well i've been listening to that non-stop on loops and when you're in quarantine and lockdown as well i advise people to listen to that because it will just uplift you as well so yeah oh, i just no, honestly, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thanks for um, thanks for getting in touch, and it's a great thing that you're doing. Like, I really love the platform. I think it's cool. I think Birmingham needs more um, more podcasts like this. Um, and more I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, no worries. It's a pleasure. Um, yeah, it's great for artists to be able to explain their creative process. Not only does that help. If I'm talking from my point of view, it helps me to be able to kind of share it and, and, and articulate it. It's, it also helps, you know, maybe more, uh, hopeful artists who want to who learn or just people who are just interested in the industry and want to hear, you know, yes. and get more of a personal connection. So it's, podcasts are great for that. Freedom. And that's, what I want, that's all I want people to do in the world, is be able to speak your truth, but obviously with people that you feel comfortable with. That's, that's the key thing. But yeah. Thanks again. And I wish you all the best. And I always say, but I mean this, you're one person, you're on my top list to see live because the way you perform oh. is insane. Oh, thank you. Well, hopefully it's not too long. You know, yeah. it's not too far off in the future when that can actually happen. We were looking at potentially later this year, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen just because I'm not sure everything will be back yeah. to normal. It's hard so, to wait up. Which is crazy to say, you know, because it's... <laughs> yeah. Like sound I perform live in Birmingham is like going to be over half, half a year away. It's just a bit mad, but um, we'll see. We'll see. But I'll, I'll, I'll for sure be in touch. Um, oh, wicked. When I know. And thanks. Yeah, I'd love to see you at a gig sometime. It'd be great yeah, to meet you. That. You too. I mean, I might, I, might, um, I might shy away. I might not be as confident. But like, oh my God, it's Ed. Give <laughs> <laughs> your auto, autograph. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't buy it. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> people tell me i'm approachable so hopefully hopefully when you see me in the flesh it'll be, it'll be oh, fine thank god that's good that's good <laughs> no just, i always do an awkward wave now when i end and i'm doing a wave like that back, back in yeah, the way yeah, yeah that's it there we go <laughs> opening the door and not 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 leaving eye contact like just that. staring <laughs> totally right, then. <laughs> right then i'm gonna let no, you get get on with your day um i mean if you want to carry on adding your own i'm joking <laughs> It looks great, <laughs> it looks great.